Hello and welcome everyone to a sports ethos fantasy baseball podcast called It's Gone. I'm your host, Britton Allen. Uh, today is July the 30th. Oh my gosh, it's already July the 30th. Hoo-wee. Uh, we're nearing the trade deadline for Major League Baseball. I've got a lot of players that I want to talk about that I put in fab bids this morning, but before I get to all that, would you please follow me on Twitter slash X, uh, whatever it is, uh, at Britton Allen, B-R-I-T-T-O-N-A-L-L-A-N. And also please throw a follow to at Sports Ethos BB. This podcast is published by Sports Ethos. Thank you very much, Sports Ethos. And also they uh, publish Joe Rico's daily podcast, MLB Fantasy Today. It's a great podcast. So if you follow Sports Ethos, then you can, you know, you can get uh, you can get the the links and all that kind of stuff to to the podcast and all the other great content at Sports Ethos BB. And today I'm going to talk about players that uh, it's Sunday. I've already put in my fab bids, but before I get to that. Uh, speaking of Joe Arico and sports ethos, Joe is doing an MLB trade deadline show on August the 1st. He's put together a live stream on YouTube. It's going to last from uh, 1 o'clock till 5, I believe, and the live stream will be in one-hour segments. So you can come on anytime you want, check out what's going on. There will be a lot of fun people in there, fantasy baseball people like uh, Jeff Erickson, Justin Mason, uh, uh, is it the Welsh is coming on? Michael Govier, just to name a few. There are you know like twenty people coming on, so it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, you, they're talking about the trade deadline, which I love the trade deadline, the deals, the trades, obviously, all those teams making moves. It's my second, yeah, probably my second favorite day of baseball. Number one being opening day. You just can't beat opening day. I literally take off work every opening day and just soak up all the baseball. So, uh, but let's get right to it. I, my first player to discuss is Andrew Montessario. And you're like, what? I'm like, hold on, hold on. The Milwaukee Brewers, Monasterio, Andrew Monasterio. Who? Yeah, hold on, hear me out. Andrew Monasterio plays third base every day for the Brewers. And if you were not a Brewers fan, you probably didn't know that. I know I didn't until recently, but he plays third base every day. Uh, he hits either fourth, fifth, or sixth. So he's in the heart of the lineup. And he's going to have the opportunity to knock in some RBIs because he is a good hitter. He's like a 300 batting average type hitter. And he steals bases too. So he is not a power hitter. So if you need home runs, we'll get to that. We'll get to that guy a little bit later that I picked up for home runs. But this is a guy who excels at contact. So He's going to hit. He's going to get on base. He's going to knock in some runs. He's going to score runs. And last but not least, he steals bases too. And he's so under the radar. He's available in every league. So if you're you're hanging on to a 
infielder in MI. Oh, that's another thing. He also has second base eligibility. So middle and corner eligible Andrew Montessario. Holy moly, that name just rolls off the tongue, Montessario. You can stick him at MI or CI. He plays every day. He's going to accumulate stats and help with that batting average, which we all need help with the batting average. I know I do. So word's going to get out eventually when somebody's playing every day with multiple eligibility. Uh, Andrew Montessario of the Milwaukee Brewers. I love that guy. And the next guy I want to talk about can help in the power department. I'm talking about Trey Cabbage of the uh, Anaheim Angels. Unfortunately, outfielder Taylor Ward took a cutter, um, Alec Manoa cutter to the face. Man, it was bad. I was watching that game live uh, because uh, I have Alec Manoa on some teams. I want to see how he was playing. And man, it looked like it hit Taylor Ward right in the left eye. Uh, he went down. He was down for a while, obviously. They had to get the cart to come get him. And then he went to the hospital. It was really sad. Um, all the players were obviously concerned. Uh, it's unfortunately, it's just part of the part of the job. Um, so, wish you the best, Taylor Ward. I hope you get better soon. But in the meantime, um, with Ward gone, he's going to be out for a while. And with uh, Mike Trout still on the IL, and I don't know what Trout's timetable is, but in the broadcast they were saying that he still has the stitches in his hand from the hamate bone removal surgery. So he hasn't even been cleared to pick up a bat, much less go through the process of getting geared up uh, to come back to the major league lineup. So, um, so this opens up playing time, and I think uh, Trey Cabbage is the guy to go get because you got Moniac in left, you've got Renfro in right. Renfro's a great defender. So Cabbage has got a path to everyday playing time in the middle, playing center field for the Angels. Uh, he is a lefty slugger right he's he's 26 and the reason why he got called up um was because he was killing it in the minors he's a like a he was a 2020 player midway through the minor league season like he was already having a great season with months to go so they promoted him he's power he's got speed like i said he was 2020 in the minors and better and so with the opportunity to play center field every single day, I think he is a great sneaky ad to go out there and get uh, Trey Cabbage of the Anaheim Angels. And of course, I was researching him and I noticed he is and I was like, does this kind of ring a bell? And it, it did for me because I looked him up and he is from. Knoxville, Tennessee, his birth date is May the 3rd, 1997. And you're like, who cares? I'm like, well, because I was a sophomore in college at UT in Knoxville in 1997. Shout out Peyton Manning. Man, I'm old. This guy was born in 1997. I was out partying at the Kappa Sig house in Knoxville, Tennessee in those days. 
getting up to all kinds of shenanigans and whatnot, A through B, Kappa Sig. But uh, one more quick note on Cabbage. He played basketball in college. That's where our iconic, he rung a bell. Yeah, he played uh, on uh, the baseball team, obviously, but he also played on the basketball team where in his senior year, he was named third team All-American uh, at uh, University of Tennessee. I was like, oh, yeah, he was pretty good. So this dude's an athlete. Um, he played two high-level collegiate sports. Uh, so go grab Trey Cabbage because he's going to get some playing time with Taylor Ward and Mike Trout out all right let me quickly switch gears here because i want to talk about some closers real quick because there are some uh, opportunities that have opened up with injuries trades and uh jordan romano went on the il with back tightness which is what he had during the all-star game so i don't know what they're going to do with jordan romano but i bet they're going to give him whatever time he needs to get right because this thing is starting to linger so uh with that said, uh, I would first go grab the uh, Gregory Santos, who is the closer for the Chicago White Sox. Kendall Graveman got traded to the to the Astros. Liam Hendricks is still on the IL, and Gregory Santos is the clear front runner for saves. I believe he's already gotten two since Graveman left. So he's also young. He looks pretty good. I, I got my eye on Gregory Santos. Um, He's probably already been picked up because, you know, uh, Graveman got traded earlier in the week. But just take a look just in case. Gregory Santos for the Chicago White Sox. Uh, Romano just went on the IL for the for the Blue Jays. So there's a chance Yemi Garcia is still on your waiver wire. I think he is the closer with Romano out. Eric Swanson is also in the mix, but he's a lefty. And on Friday, the bases loaded. Uh, top of the ninth, they called in Yimmy Garcia to get the save, which he did. He converted it with only one or two pitches, too. So I like Yimmy Garcia if I had my choice to go to pick up a closer for the Blue Jays. Yimmy Garcia, and then take a look and see if Eric Swanson is, is available if Yimmy's been picked up. But uh, the Mets, they traded David Robinson. Uh, to the Miami Marlins. So Brooks Raley is now the closer. He looks in line to get the closer opportunities unless he gets traded, obviously. He's also probably been picked up off waivers because that Robertson trade happened earlier in the week. But go take a look just in case. Uh, some people may not be all that excited about Brooks Raley, especially on the Mets, uh, who seem to be kind of tanking. But Go check it out just in case. I would go look for Gregory Santos first, Yemi Garcia second, uh, Brooks Raley third if you want to try to get some saves opportunities. Oh, and last but not least for that, um, it looks like Jordan Hicks of the St. Louis Cardinals is also going to be traded. Uh and there's going to be a lot of interest in him because he is a 100 mile per hour, you know, gas thrower. So uh, Giovanni Gallegos is a good bet to get saves when Jordan Hicks gets traded. Um, Gianno, Giovanni Gallegos has had kind of an up and down season, but you know it's just one of those things. Like St. Louis is going to win some games too, so if you have room on your bench for a spec op 
Giovanni Gallegos, I would go pick him up and put him on there because he's going to be the closer, I think, when Hicks gets traded. One last player I wanted to mention uh, is Leover Pagaro. I hope I pronounced that right. He's an infielder prospect called up by the Pittsburgh Pirates. Leover Pagaro. Okay, so I was watching him play yesterday, and he's got that swag. I kind of, I kind of love it. It's a he's a power speed shortstop with a very fast bat, and he's an outstanding defender. And as we always say, managers love that s. I watched him play yesterday. He hit a home run, and just looking at the you know just an eye test with Leover Pagaro, he looks. Pretty legit, 22 years old. He's one of their prospects. Now, of course, uh, their playing time concerns. Nick Gonzalez is up, and they have another uh, infielder kind of in the mix, too. But, uh, uh, you know, it's Pittsburgh, which that's not a great team context, of course. Now, I would love to go to Pittsburgh. I would love to go to PNC Park, whatever they're calling it. But uh, the team, obviously, overall uh, it's not playing well, but uh, just keep him on your radar um, because he had three hits yesterday. So if he keeps hitting, they're going to have to put him in the lineup, and that's Leover Pagaro, a kind of under-the-radar prospect for the Pirates that's up and playing and looks really good. So that's uh, those are my guys. Those are all bids that I actually – put on for my fab run and all my NFBC leagues. I want to thank everybody for listening. I appreciate y'all. And if you get a chance, please come and visit and say hello on August the 1st at the uh, Sports Ethos uh, live stream for the trade deadline. Uh, I'll retweet the link uh, anytime, you know, just pop in and say hello because we're going to be talking about trades and all that kind of fun stuff on August 1st. So I hope to see you there. Uh, in the meantime, have a great day. Talk to you later.